We're going to hop into AFC East, NFC East predictions today. You know, maybe if he's healthy and performing like an all-pro, all they might get up to six or seven wins, but I highly doubt it. That team has way too many holes. If they could have gotten Najee Harris or Travis Etienne in the draft, for example, like they would have been easily, easily, easily my Super Bowl favorites this year. Looking at this division, I assume we have Dak Prescott as the number one quarterback in this division. Who would be your number two? to the WNP Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mitchelson, and joining me today, as always, my co-host, Chase Croshaw. Chase, how you doing today? I'm doing swell, thank you for asking. You know, I'd, I'd be doing just kind of average today, but we had some Jets pizza as we were looking at each other face-to-face while recording. It's been a little while. Uh, last time we did it was for the mock draft that we did with Alec and Chris. So it's, it, I'd say it's good to see your face, but it's just, you know, it. It, it, it just it just helps me feed off the energy of me making you look stupid. It's a little weird. And if the quality sounds weird today, it's Chase's fault. This is his place, so blame him. And Chase, last week we talked a little bit about our resident Josh Ho saying, would he be here? I had you make a prediction. You said you think he will be here today. Unfortunate news for the fans. Chase was right. John Dowell is here. John, how are you feeling on this lovely Wednesday afternoon? I actually made it for once, so, uh, you know, had to show up, like, fashionably late. That's how it always works. It was, only, it was only, like, two minutes, so you're good. Yeah. And uh, Chase Six didn't minutes. blow up on you, luckily. He might later, we'll see, but um, it's going to be a good show. I'm dealing with a little sinus thing, so if I sound weird, then that's, again, Chase's fault. And we're going to hop into AFC East, NFC East predictions today, and it's going to be just like last week. So if you didn't listen to last week, make sure to go do that first. If you did, you know exactly how this is going to roll. We're going to hop into the NFC East first because the NFC is just the worst conference. And we all know that. The Lions are in it. They're trash. The Bengals are in the AFC. They're elite. So we're going to start with the NFC. Chase, how's that feel? You're you're, you're literally dense. I do have a lot of muscle. Thank you. (laughs) Shut the hell up. The Lions are trash, to be fair. Shut up. This year. Are you really going to argue that? No, that's fair. All right, let's start off with Chase's number one team in the NFC East. Let me know who it is. Let me know their record as well as their divisional record. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you my number one team in the NFC East. How's that sound? Um, My computer's freaking out on me, so it might take me a second, but here we go, finally. What an amateur. So, uh, first place in the NFC East, I have the Washington football team going 11-6 and and, of course, making the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) 11-6, and Okay. And, uh, John, I don't believe you have Washington as your number one, right? No, sir. I got the the Dallas Cowboys all day. The Dallas Cowboys. Um, We're going to skip over the Cowboys for now because I also have Washington number one. So, got to talk about them first. I do not have the Washington football team at 11 and 6. So, that's a little too steep of a price. Uh, I'm going to go 10 and 7 for the Washington football team. The the drastic difference that makes. I think they're a really good team, and they added Ryan Fitzmagic, who is going to be their best quarterback um, in years because Washington has struggled with that mightily, and Fitzmagic just seems to be a a pretty solid quarterback. I'm surprised that he's always been left to backup duty, cleanup duty, all that, but uh, I think he's going to show that he should be a starter this year. And that defense is really good. John, you have their record at what? And what makes you think they're not first in the division? I have them at 9-8. and eight. Honestly, I love Ryan Fitzmagic as much as, you know, the next guy. But uh, I, I just feel like with uh, Dak coming back, I mean, Dallas' defense is kind of holy at best. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just see uh, Washington choking some games. So That's I think they're going to be 9-8. and eight. They're going to finish second in the division. They could be 10-7, and seven, but... Not a lot of No way. No way. They're not that good. <laughs> Definitely understandable, though. Um, let's move to the Cowboys next because you have them first. I have them second. I've got them going eight and nine, missing out on the playoffs, unfortunately. I think they had a great offense. And if Dak, he's healthy, good to go, it's going to be a very good offense. I am a little bit worried about Zeke. I don't know if he's a top five running back anymore. I think he's still going to have a really, really good season. And that offense going to be great. The defense is where I get scared. 
they brought in Micah Parsons. They brought in some names on the defense, but it's still not a defense I'm very confident in. So I have them bordering, bordering 500, but with the 17-game season, there's no longer a possibility of being 500 unless there's a tie. Dallas doesn't get that, so 8-9. and nine. See, I've got them at 11 and 6, also making the playoffs. Wow. So, uh, two, two decent wow. teams out of the NFC East this year. Um, no, I, I think the Cowboys roster last year, I think, was their like, year that they were truly set up for success. And then, of course, injuries happened. Um, but this year, the roster's not too much different. Uh, you, you know, you're adding in a couple of young, good pieces on the defense, just like um, Micah Parsons and Jabril Cox. I really like both those guys at the linebacker position. I think they'll be impact guys on day one. And I think Zeke is still, you know, maybe not necessarily top five, but like at worst, I, I, I don't have any rankings, but I would say just kind of gut feeling top seven. Uh, he's still an elite running back, and I, I think it's safe to say. I think he's going to have a kind of bounce back year. Um, you know, he, he was still solid last year. It's just it looked ugly because the offense was so unproductive and he was just getting so much work and getting him in weird places that it just wasn't really working out as well as he wanted it to. But Zeke will come back and have a nice year. Dak's going to, you know, play solid. The offense is going to be electric. They're going to be great for fantasy because the defense will be, you know, I'd say middle of the pack at best, but the offense should be like a top five offense in the league. I don't know if your boy Jabril Cox has a day one impact just because they still have Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith there. It's going to be hard seeing time when you got those two and Micah Parsons. Uh, but my big scare for the Dallas Cowboys is their secondary. Uh, tough secondary last year. And then they lost who was their number one or number two corner, Chidobe Owusie, in free agency. And that doesn't really sound like losing much, but when your secondary is already as bad as it is to lose one of your top guys, that's not going in the right direction. So they're not very excited. They need to have um, their rookie from last year. He needs to step up in the secondary. I'm forgetting his name right now. Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Um, He needs to step up. He didn't excite me last year, but I think, yeah, it's going to be a fun offense nonetheless. So if you're a fantasy player, go ahead, go all in with their offense. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott. Those guys should all have pretty solid years. So, and as a C.D. Lamb owner in Dynasty, I'm very excited. And I got Zeke, so there and we go. I don't know he's making a bounce back, right? I own Zeke and Amari Cooper in uh, the other league too, so I'm very excited. Do you own excited. Dak too, or did you trade him? I do. I do own Dak. Yeah, I, I'm all in on the Cowboys the offense this year. Obviously, absolutely. All right, let's move on to our number three team in this division. Uh, I gotta assume it's the Giants. I could be wrong. Um, John, you can go first. Yeah, I got the Giants in here at 5-12. and 12. I mean, what more do you need to say? The team's not looking good, but I look for Saquon to come back. You know, maybe if he's healthy and performing like an all-pro, all they might get up to six or seven wins, but I highly doubt it. That team has way too many holes. Chase? Yeah, I also have the Giants at 5-12. and 12. Um, You know, fine team. It's really about it. I think it, this, you know, like, I mean, I don't think I know this year is a prove it year for Daniel Jones. If he can't do it this year, then he can't do it at all. Um, like, uh, like he has everything set up for him. Saquon should be coming back healthy. He might not be ready week one, but they're not going to rush him if he's not ready. They're, they're going to let him ease back and week two or three should be good to go. The receiving core is the best he's ever had. Evan Ingram still has some talent, even though he just loves dropping the ball. He still, he still has talent. The offensive line is improved. Uh, I mean, they've, they're a hundred percent set up for success and, I know I had faith in Daniel Jones last year, but he looked really bad last year and I lost all that faith. So if if it doesn't work out, it's very clearly Daniel Jones' time is done in New York uh, and the team is going to move on in the offseason. And I do think that his time is going to be done because I do have him at 5 and 12. And he trips. Legendary line from, I think it was Joe Buck, Daniel Jones going all the way down the field about to score and uh, he trips. So that that summarizes his career perfectly for me. I am not a Daniel Jones fan whatsoever. You know what? Give me Mitch Trubisky over Daniel Jones. Yeah, I said wow. it. I said it. Disagreed. And I don't know. When they drafted Daniel Jones, I thought that was just a waste of a first-round draft pick right there. Yeah. And, I mean, he's been decent. He's never had an excellent game. Mitch Trubisky has. That's Mitch fair. Trubisky, also MVP. The MVP. So, the MVP. Uh, I, I, it's weird. Chase was the highest on the Giants last year, and I guess I'm the highest on them this year. I've got them 6-11. and 11. I think their defense got upgraded a bit. I think their defense can be decent. Uh, their offense, they brought in a lot of weapons. Kyle Rudolph, Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Toney. This is the make-or-break-it year for Daniel Jones. This is a weird team where I could see them 
just stumbling and just being terrible, like a 5-12, and 6-11 and 11, like I have them. I could also see this team getting up to the 10-win mark if everything connects perfectly. I don't think it will. That's why I have them at 6-11. and 11. It's a weird team to look at. I think they're very middle of the pack on defense when it comes to their offense. They've got the weapons. They just don't have the quarterback. And if you don't have the quarterback, that does not lead to success. Yeah, you know, I agree with all the sentiment there. And, you know, how often in the NFL does everything go perfect? And Never. Uh, yeah, exactly. It doesn't. And this I agree. This Giants team, everything has to go perfect for it to work out. And it probably just won't. Well, going from a bad quarterback to another bad quarterback situation, at least in Chase's mind. Chase, talk about the Eagles. So I got the Eagles at four and thirteen. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts as a runner. Uh, I think he's a abysmal quarterback. You saw with his numbers last year that that you know proved to be the case. Sure, he can improve. We saw Josh Allen improve on accuracy. Um, you know, they try to say that accuracy is a trait that you can't improve on, but you definitely kind of because it really comes down to decision making and reading the field. That's that's really what accuracy is. So if you know if you can improve those things, you can get better at it. I'm not so I'm not saying Jalen Hurts can't get better because it's hard not to get better than a 52 completion percentage in the NFL. So he should improve on that, but it's not going to be anything special. I thought coming into the NFL, he would have been a legitimate, like very good kind of like power type of running back because he runs differently than most running quarterbacks. He runs with a lot of power. He runs kind of like Cam Newton does. I thought, you know, that would have been a better fit for him, but he's trying out quarterback. The Eagles have faith in him. Uh, I have very little faith in him. I think he's going to be probably bottom five in the league in passing yards, if not, you know, bottom three. Um uh, there's really not much for me to look forward to in this offense. You know, there's promising ro- rookie Devontae Smith. Um, I think he's going to be the team's leading receiver this year. I, I think it's pretty easily because next up is Jalen Rager, or if you want to count Dallas Goddard, he is too. But it's just really not a very exciting team. Um, you know, you, you can look at the rookie Devontae Smith for about all the excitement that you can find, and then that really that's really where it dies. Absolutely. John, your thoughts on the Eagles? I also have them at 4-13. and 13. I mean, I think kind of could see Jalen Hurts going off and not, not actually going off, but like going off for him, you know, I could see them getting up to like seven wins if he starts playing well. I mean, he has Ertz, Goder, but I mean like Ertz is probably going to get traded or cut. That's what we're hoping for at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't fantasy, so please get out of there. But, <laughs> uh, and Devonte Smith, I mean, the defense isn't great, but we'll figure it out. I think four and 13 is fair. Yeah, I, I think see him it, going two up or two down. I think it is fair. Um, you're two up or two down. I went two down, two and fifteen for him. I honestly don't like giving a team a two and fifteen record, um, but it's tough when I'm looking at their schedule. There's three games that I could see them possibly flipping, making them a five and twelve team. That would be with the Atlanta Falcons week one, with the Detroit Lions in week eight, the Denver Broncos in week ten. However, I have them all going to their opponents, so. I think it's possible for them to be better. I think 4-13, and 13, not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, the one thing with this Eagles team, their defense has gotten worse from when they had that Super Bowl run. A lot worse. Their secondary is brutal. Their uh, defensive line is still pretty solid. They got a lot of depth there. Their offensive line is getting older. Their offense has never been special. And with Jalen Hurts at the helm, I don't think it's going to be special at all. Um, could the running game be okay? Sure. Could the passing game be okay? I don't think so. I really don't. Um, and if I had to, I, I got to ask this question from you guys. Looking at this division, I assume we have Dak Prescott as the number one quarterback in this division. Who would be your number two? Yeah, it's probably Fitz. I got yeah, I, I, 100%. I, I, don't, I don't think he can choose the other guys. And that's sad. <laughs> I agree. So uh, that's why I don't have a lot of faith in the Giants or the Eagles. Just not huge fans of their quarterback. And we can really see how a team can be made or broken by their quarterback. Um, As a Bengals fan, I feel that all the time. We had some tremendous teams from 2011 to 2015. However, Andy Dalton was at the helm, and that led to five straight round one playoff losses. So I I feel that heavily, and we see it with the Lions too. Think about if you guys had a um, Andy Dalton type player instead of Matt Stafford. You guys would have never sniffed a playoff berth at all, and that's saying something. Yeah, Why did we really ever sniff playoffs? No, well, you guys made two yeah. two playoffs, right, with Stafford. So I don't um, want to remember those games. Not <laughs> <laughs> not big fans of Jalen Hurts or Daniel Jones. Um, but yeah, Eagles could be better than two and fifteen. I just have them there. But let's now go over our MVP of this division. What are you guys' thoughts? Let's go with John too. He can have the low hanging fruit, and then Chase and I um, we can go the same, or we can try to spruce it up a bit. 
Oh, I went for a hot take here. I oh. think Zeke's going to be the MVP. MVP I think he's going to have a, a high touchdown season coming up, and he's going to bounce back in a big way. I think Dallas, I have them at 10-7. and seven. I think uh, Dak's going to get him down there. He's going to punch it in quite a bit. Does this have anything to do with your fantasy team at all? No, honestly. <laughs> okay, nice. I just, I, I don't think Dak, well, Dak could put up MVP numbers, but I don't know. I kind of want to just say Zeke because I feel like he's going to really bounce back this year. Yeah, I think it's very realistic, and I like that it doesn't have to do with your fantasy team because every MVP chase picks has to do with his fantasy team. So, like last week, he did LaVisca Chanel. So, <laughs> no, he's not winning that. Absolutely not. Jeez. <laughs> All right, Chase, your MVP. So, uh, you know, I agree. Ze- Zeke's definitely a, a candidate if the Cowboys do well, which I have them doing well. I think he's going to be double digit touchdowns easily this year and um, should be top five in all purpose yards. But my actual number one for MVP is on the defensive side of the ball. It's Chase Young. I think Chase Young comes close to, if not, you know, like 20 sacks. It, 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 he, wow. he, like, I, I, I think that's, you know, not impossible. Um, he's just an absolutely ridiculous player. I mean, I, I think he's already one of, if not, you know, the best edge rushers in the league and he's, he's incredibly young talent. This defense, they have a lot that you have to try to block. Uh, I mean, that whole defensive line, it's just, uh, it really is breathtaking how talented it is. So if you double team one guy you know, someone else is bound to get through. So you have to try to figure out a way to cover everybody. And it's just not going to work on a kid like Chase Young. He's going to get through single coverage. He's going to get through a lot of double coverage uh, and he's just going to be disrupting the quarterback backfield. Usually we see sophomore slumps. Chase went with a sophomore shine out of Chase Young. I like the prediction. I'm going to stay on the same team. I'm going to give my MVP to Ryan Fitzmagic. Now, let me say this first. This is, again, the MVP of the division, not MVP of the league. Um, So MVP of the division, I think that's Ryan Fitzmagic. His team's the only team to make it into the playoffs based on my predictions. I think he could be a quarterback that puts up 35 touchdowns this year, uh, looking 4,000 yards. I think he is a talented quarterback. Uh, when Brian Flores put Fitzmagic in over Tua, was that saying something about Fitzmagic? Was that saying something about Tua? You can argue that, but I think Fitzmagic definitely good enough to be a starter, and that's why Washington put the ball in his hands. And a guy who was a real sleeper in this division, too, is Antonio Gibson. Uh, you know, he's someone that could legitimately lead the league in all-purpose yards. Like, he has the receiving ability. He wasn't using that, like, aspect a lot enough last year. Honestly, J.D. McKissick was just, he had too many targets. I think at least half the targets going back to Antonio Gibson. Uh, he's going to get a lot of carries. Uh, he's I think he's going to end up being just kind of the workhorse in this offense. Um, so he, he could legitimately, yeah, be that guy. Um, and, I mean, if, if so, I think that'd be exciting. I, I'm all in for that. And Fitzmagic is a guy I'm actually targeting in fantasy a lot towards the end of drafts or in undrafted free agency because they put a lot around him. They brought in Curtis Samuel from Carolina. They got Terry McLaurin, obviously. J.D. McKissick, Antonio Gibson, both can help in the passing game. Also brought in Deami Brown from North Carolina. So I'm a big fan of this offense. I think Ryan Fitzmagic going to have one of his better years in a long time. You forgot Adam Humphreys. And Adam Humphreys. <laughs> yeah, I like this magic. I, I think that's a good pick. I think that's my second MVP pick if I had to pick. Yep, not Chase one. Young. <laughs> no. Because Chase Young, as you were saying, if they're going to double anybody, it's going to be Chase Young. The man looks like Predator. He's just a massive <laughs> individual. He's going to tear through that line. You have to double him. Well, Chase has him on his fantasy team. Let's not forget oh, that. Oh, yeah. So. That makes sense. He's <laughs> hey, a starting hey, quarterback. Hey, <laughs> hey. There's a, there's a dynasty league that I have IDP, and I do have him on my team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um... So that is our MVP talk. Let's now go into Rookie of the Year. Chase, I'll let you start this one off. Who are your thoughts here? So it's between two guys. Uh, it's Devontae Smith and Aziz Odilari for me. I think those are the two safe options. Um, you know, I think Micah Parsons is a guy who could be in that realm too. But at the end of the day, uh, I'm, I'm going to give my nod to Devontae Smith. I think he leads his team in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. Um, I think he ends up being the highest scoring rookie receiver this year uh you know maybe hot take i don't know you could say maybe jamar chase could be that too just because of his immense talent but i think Devonta smith you know is an also incredibly talented guy who is clearly the number one so Devonta smith uh I, i'm not gonna say justin jefferson numbers because like you can't really say that for anybody but like he, he's i think he's gonna be safely at a thousand yards john agreed 100 percent. Devonta smith all the way big season He's the only person there, in my opinion, that's really worth throwing the ball to, well, other than the tight ends. But so, yeah, 1,000 yards for sure. Nice rookie year. I think Devontae Smith definitely could be the rookie of this division. Uh, I'm not going to put my money on it. I wouldn't even put my money on 1,000 yards. 
T. Higgins, phenomenal year last year. Only 908 yards. Um, extra game. Sure, extra game. Worst quarterback. T. Higgins had Joe Burrow for like 10 yeah. weeks. <laughs> That's still plenty. When you verse Jalen, I, I told you guys, I'm not a believer in Jalen Hurts whatsoever, uh, especially his passing game. Um, I could throw Devontae Smith a thousand yards, though. The screen routes, it's gone. Well, what if he gets injured? He's super light. <laughs> what if Antonio Gibson tears his ACL? I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm not voting on him. That was Chase's <laughs> guy. Um, no, I, I'm going with Aziz Ojolari for this one. Um, I was thinking about Micah Parsons, but the Giants, they had the worst pass rush win rate last year in the league. Uh, they bring in Aziz Ojolari, who was my number one defensive end. No, he's my number two. Sorry. Jalen Phillips was my number one. Um, but Aziz Ojolari, my number two edge in this last draft. I really like him. Aziz, just a guy who always brings constant pressure. If you beat the hands, you beat the man is his mantra. So I would love to see him do well. And if he does, that's only going to help the Giants. So we'll see what happens there. Those are MVPs, our rookie of the division. And our division records for the NFC East. We're now going to move on to the AFC East. We'll let Chase start because he is such a fanboy of his number one team. Go ahead. I am. You are a huge fanboy of him. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so I do have the Buffalo Bills at 13 and four, clearly winning the division. Uh, it's it's going to be hard to do what they did last year, honestly, because they they performed at some like, extremely efficient rates. Um, I just, so I don't know if their offense is going to be necessarily be, um, as you know, like highly efficient as it was last year, but I think the defense is going to be better. So that's going to kind of take a little bit of pressure off the offense. I think Josh Allen still somehow only gets better from last year. Um, he's clearly an ascending talent at the quarterback position. Uh, you know, it, it was great to see him have the success they did last year. The one issue is obviously going to be the running game. I, I it's atrocious. Zach Moss, Devin Singletary are not it. Uh, Josh Allen is legitimately the number one rushing threat in this offense. And that, that's great because, you know, it leads a little bit more of mystery, you know, when the quarterback's got the ball, what's he going to do with it? But at the same time, if you could have balanced it out with a running game, if they could have gotten Najee Harris or Travis Etienne in the draft, for example, like they would have been easily, easily, easily my Super Bowl favorites this year. Um, but they, I still think they're going to be a very talented team. And 13 and 4 is definitely their own possibilities. Absolutely. John, your thoughts on the Bills? Because I just know that you have them first. Oh, yeah. 12 and 5. Um, as you said, they're going to be great again. Defense looks good. Running game sucks still. I mean, we got Josh Allen. I don't know if he's really going to get better over than last year. I don't really know if that's possible. It's, 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 it's going to be hard, hard but like he, he should at least be in last. He should at least be in that same area, though. I, yeah. I think there yeah, is I a think chance he'll to regress. Stay, I think he'll stay around the same, if not regress a tiny bit, mm-hmm. but not a lot to notice. Right. He'll still be good. They'll still win games. Defense will be great. 12-5. Yeah, I, I think there's a chance to regress. I don't think it'll be regressing back to his 2019 form where he turned the ball over against the Houston Texans in the ugliest fashion late in the game. Um, but I, I think he'll still be a top-10 quarterback, and I have the Bills at 13-4 and four as well. Uh, good team. I love their defense, but the biggest need for defense, their defense, in my opinion, was the pass rush. They addressed that in the draft with Boogie Basham and uh, Chase's boy out of Miami. Gregory Rousseau. Gregory Rousseau. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of either. I think they were sitting five and six, my pre-draft rankings for edge. I think they're more of three, four edge defenders, um, more of run stoppers than pass rushers, at least at the NFL level. Um, however, I think they can be good rotational pieces to help them. Ed Oliver, I need to see him step up. I had a lot of hope in that kid and uh, I haven't really seen him get to that next level yet so hoping that comes soon but overall really good team uh hot take Josh Allen leads the Bills in rushing yards is that too hot I don't think it's a hot take I I I think I think he legitimately could have eight or nine hundred rushing yards this year and I don't think Moss or Singletary can touch that it's a little high but yeah I agree I I, I think any other running back on that team's crossing 800 yards so yeah I think Moss and Singletary could be sitting like 700, 500, or something yeah. like that. Like, I, I just don't see them taking that next step. Um, if there's going to be one, it's going to be Moss. Uh, Singletary, he's he's out. I, I don't think there's a chance. Unless an injury happens and he finds just a way to be a Daryl Henderson-type impact like we saw with him with the Rams last year. Uh, unless that happens, I think it's all in Zach Moss's hands. If he can break out... Maybe they find their running back, but I, I think both are 
kind of past what we thought they could be. Yeah, at this point, Devin Singletary has just become a specialist player, a role player, a pass specialist to be specific. Uh, I think he's going to lead that like, running back room in targets pretty easily. I don't think it's going to be an overwhelming amount, though, either, because Josh Allen doesn't, you know, he, he's not someone who's throwing too much below the line of scrimmage or just shortly in front of it. Um, he, you know, he's going to heavily target Stephon Diggs again. Um, the tight end play should be a little better this year with Tyler Croft coming in for a little more competition. And, um, you know, I, I like Gabriel Davis, too. I think he's going to end up um, out receiving Emmanuel Sanders, to be honest. So I, I think, you know, he's got a lot of good passing options, too. So Devin Singletary, uh, you know, he's not going to be a very exciting player. If you got him in fantasy, especially in Dynasty, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm happy I cut ties. Yeah, I think at this point you just got to hold on to him unless you can get something. But I don't know if you can. So that's tough. Um, I, I do like Gabriel Davis, and I'd like the Emmanuel Sanders edition. I mean, I don't know why the Bills don't just go out there and grab Todd Gurley. Just take a flyer on him. I, I would love that. that. It makes so much sense. sense. Need us, you know? See if he can figure it out. I mean, the running game really has nowhere to go but up. So I, I don't know what the Bills' cap room situation is like, but off from four million dollars, don't you can if you probably offer it guaranteed. You're you're a playoff team anyway, so like the guaranteed money you're willing to pay that to try to go win a Super Bowl. So just give him, give him three four million guaranteed. He can come in, you know, if it works out, great. If not, what do you do? You sign him to a one-year deal and you cut ties after the season. Yeah, I, I remember what I was going to say. Um, Bills, they're a big play team. If they get down to the red zone, though, Josh Allen's going to vulture a lot of touchdowns. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, fantasy expertise. If you have one of those running backs, don't rely on them getting touchdowns because that most likely will not be the case. Uh, a Gurley comes in. Uh, will Gurley even be fantasy viable if that's the case? Just because Gurley has always been a touchdown dominant player and these past two seasons where he's regressed with his health he's only been fantasy dependable because of his touchdowns if he goes on the bills will he be fantasy viable if josh allen's gonna be vulturing touchdowns no because i, th- I think like touch it like percentage wise would be like a, a 50 35 15 type uh, split between the three like all three would still get work and at best, the top running back would get 50%, I would think. And I would say that probably be Gurley. Um, but at the end of the day, 50% of the work really isn't enough to make you viable in an offense where Josh Allen is going to have possibly 10 rushing touchdowns. Right. Yeah, agreed. There's no way. Yeah. All right, that's it for the Bills. We're now going to move on to our second-place team. Uh, I'll let Chase go first. Chase, let me know who it is and if they make the playoffs. It is the Miami Dolphins. I have them going 8-9, and nine, uh, missing out of the playoffs, going uh, negative record, of course. I really like the Dolphins. I think they're going to take a step up. Um, I think Tua's going to do better than last year because he kind of has no choice but to do better than last year. I'm still not a big Tua fan. Um, he's not He's not someone I would have chosen to be my franchise quarterback. But here you are. You got him. You got to work with him. Um, and I do think he will take steps forward. His offense is you know significantly better in front of him. I still think Miles Gaskin is actually a decent running back too. So as much as they could have upgraded the running back position, I think they'll be okay. And the defense is obviously fantastic. Brian Flores is the man. I, I love him. He's one of my favorite coaches in the league. So I think they're bound to win games just solely off of their defense alone anyway. So, you know, 8-9 is definitely in the realm of possibility. I wouldn't be surprised if they can get above 500 as well. Absolutely. John, let's talk about the Dolphins first. I know you have them in third in the division. What do you have their record sitting at, and what do you think about the team overall? I'm with Chase. I'm at 8-9. and nine. I think Tua does play better this year because he has to. Um, the defense is great, as you said. Going to win them games, but I don't think that offense is going to win enough. So I think they're going to sit about eight and nine, maybe nine and eight. We'll see. I could also see them being seven and ten. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping Tua figures it out because I do have him in fantasy, and I did like the guy. So I think he'll have a decent season, but nothing to write home about. I've got the Dolphins sitting at twelve and five, four and two wow. in their division, and a playoff team. Uh, they were ten and six last year. They had the fourth best defense when it comes to points against last year. I think Tua takes that step up with Jalen Waddell and Will Fuller in the team. Uh, Mike Kosecki's good. The offensive line's only going to get better. And we even saw that in the season last year. Their offensive line struggling heavily in those first five to six games. Really started to step it up with their young pieces developing towards the end of the season. Um, So I think overall, great defense. They have a top four defense last year and points against. I think they're going to be hovering around the same part. A top five defense in the league this year. Tua, will he take that step up? If he doesn't, I could see them hovering around that eight or nine uh, win, win game wins. Um, but I think he does take a little bit of a step. You can't not if you are a fifth overall pick and they add all the extra weapons that they did. So I got Miami sitting 12-5. They do make the playoffs for me. 
My one comment about Will Fuller is uh, adding him is great for four games, but the other, you know, f- you know. And he's suspending game rest. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, okay, so three games this year. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and then he'll tear his ACL or something. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and we'll, we'll talk, we might talk about a little more too, but um, like, I think Jalen Waddle is going to be awesome for for this offense. I think he's really going to help Tua. A little bit of familiar, from a familiarity there too. Yeah, Easy for me to say, right? Um, so like that's going to help, and I think it's another rookie who should lead his team in receiving yards. But I don't think it's going to be anything spectacular either, just because I think it's going to be such a low passing volume offense. Agreed. It's I, I wish they addressed running back a little bit more. They got Miles Gaskin as their number one. He was decent last year. He was efficient um, and. Could help you in fantasy last year, but it was only for a small stint. Um, wish they addressed that a little bit more. Tua, a little bit nervous on him too, but they've got weapons for him. Their offensive line has gotten a little bit better. Their defense is still excellent. Brian Flores was able to get, I think it was five or six wins with the worst roster I've ever seen <laughs> on paper. So I've got a lot of faith in the guy. I think he's only going up. I don't think they regress from 10 and 6, so I go 12 and 5. Yeah, I, th- I think if they addressed the running game, I would have easily given them 10, 10 wins for sure. If No yeah. doubt. If Tua takes a full step forward, I can see double-digit wins possible, but 12, it's just too high for me. Um, and like, I don't think it's necessarily them going to be regressing from last year. I think it's just the way their schedule kind of plays out. And like they're going to slightly, maybe slightly regress or slow down uh, defensively, and the offense should be I, kind of about in the same area is what I'm guessing. So that's why I think eight wins makes sense. And something that you and I liked a lot about this Dolphins team, Chase, was their draft. They had a really good draft. Um, brought in, obviously, Jalen Waddle. They brought in Javon Holland, one of your favorite, if not your favorite, safety and even secondary player. I know you had him high in the overall secondary. Um, so I think they upgrade there. They brought in Jalen Phillips, my number one defensive end, your number one defensive end. So the defense got better. The offense got more weapons. I don't know. I don't see the regress. I don't see the regression. I, I like. I hope not, because like I do want the Dolphins to do well, because I do like most of the team except for Tua. Um, but I also <laughs> but I, disrespectful. I, I also don't want. Also want Johnny to be happy because he's a Dolphins fan. So because of his dad, yeah. Yeah, he is a bandwagon. <laughs> so did, did you hear about Johnny's favorite teams like two years ago? He was a Bears fan, a Colts fan, a Saints fan, a Lions fan. Dolphins. So he just likes the NFL. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's you can't like eight teams, dude. You can get like three, maybe. It's literally that picture of Rob Lowe just wearing the NFL logo hat. <laughs> literally. Um, Johnny, if you're listening, shout out to you. I'm the only one that had the Dolphins in the playoffs, so um, go ahead, throw down in the comments right there. Mike is so much smarter than the other two doofs. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, he wasn't listening. <laughs> He's not even listening. So, all right, let's move on to uh, chasing my third. Pl- it, well, but, but my third place team. I don't know if this is Chase's third place team. Let's move on to the Patriots. Uh, John, you have them in second. You're the highest on them. So, why don't you let us know why you think the Patriots are so good? Is it just because of Bill Belichick? Do you think Tom Brady's coming back for some reason? What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, beginning of the season trade. Tom Brady for a third, obviously. And then uh, Gronk's coming too. Okay. They're going to party in New England again. Nice. No, I have him at nine and eight. I think uh, Cam Newton's going to start the season. I mean, he's either going to be completely awful, which most likely I feel like he will be, or he's going to be a pretty average. And I, I don't know. I feel like some pieces coming back. They upgraded the offense, I guess. I mean, they spent a ton of money. They brought in two tight ends. I like Henry, but can he stay healthy? Aglor, I mean, maybe they can, if anyone's going to do anything with them, it's going to be Belichick. Um, I don't know. I can see them scraping out some wins in the division. I mean, the Jets are just going to get stomped on all season, so that's right. two wins right there. But, uh, yeah, I see them at 9-8. and eight. Um, I also am hoping to see Mac Jones this year, and I, I feel like he could uh, do some damage if he does get in there. Yeah, I think we definitely see him sometime this year. Chase, what do you have their record sitting at? So I have them at 8-9, and nine, uh, not making playoffs, of course. So third in the division, same record as the Dolphins, just the way it all shakes out, Dolphins finish ahead of them. Um, you know, based on things I've been reading and hearing out of camp and just, you know, like hearing, you know, it's all like, coach speak, you don't want to put too much into it. But from what I'm hearing, you know, I've, I've gathered the opinion, and I'm going to safely declare it, that Camp Newton plays more games than Mac Jones this year. Um, you know, like I'm coming in, like once Mac Jones is drafted, I'm like, all right, I, I think Cam, Mac Jones is going to take the job day one because Cam Newton, he looked bad last year. Mac Jones, you know, he's clearly the type of quarterback that Bill Belichick had a lot of success with for the last 20 years. 
So it makes a lot of sense. But, um, you know, apparently Cam Newton, is, he's, you know, back in shape. He really struggled getting back to health from after COVID last year. And he was a pretty solid quarterback, you know, beginning of the season until he had COVID. So I think he's, you know, he's bound to hold on to that starting job for at least most of the season. Um, and they're going to lose a lot of close games. I think they're going to be probably, the, I don't like, I don't want to declare anything. And this is a hard thing to predict, but I, I would not be surprised if they're the team with the most, uh, you know, like one score of uh, wins and losses in, in the league. Cause I just think it's gonna be a lot of close games. So this easily could be an, an extra three wins or three losses either way. Uh, I don't know if I can get on board with the extra three wins. I've got them eight and nine as well. Um, 12 wins. That's a little tough for me. Um, or 11 wins, that would be. Uh, I think we see Mac Jones maybe week 10, week 11. Um, if they're if they're doing okay, if they're like doing decent, then they might just wait until their bye week, week 14. Um, I think the team is solid, where they're going to be very competitive in every single game that they play. However, they're not a team that they were a couple years back when they had Brady and they were taking everyone to the limit. They don't have that talent anymore, at least in my mind. A lot of their guys are getting older. Stephon Gilmore regressed last year. They are getting some defensive pieces that declared um, out for last year's COVID. Um, they're getting some of those guys back, but I just still don't think it's enough. I think the defense is going to be good. The offense is going to be average at best. The one thing I'm excited about for the Patriots is their week four matchup as Tampa and Tom Brady are coming back to New England. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Oh, that'll be a hell of a game. Where do you, you have them at record-wise? Uh, eight and nine. Oh, okay. So what What do you think, John, what are you thinking the fan reaction is going to be with Tom Brady coming back to New England? Uh, lots of titties out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it, so Belichick's going to make out with him. He needs Robert to be Kraft's more positive. Make out with him. Yeah, it's going to be way more positive okay. than you think. I, I doubt they could even... You can't do anything negative with the guy. He gave you so many rings. Right. What, what more can you ask for? Yeah. Yeah, six, yeah. six rings. Yeah, like if if you boo him, New England well, fans. Yeah, exactly. If if you boo him, New England fans, you don't deserve you don't deserve your franchise anymore. Agreed. He, he got as many Super Bowl rings as Thanos did Soul Gems, Soul Stones. So I don't understand Thanos. this reference. What? I don't understand this reference. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um, well, now he has more than Thanos. And now, so. he, yeah, now he has more. So Brady would beat Thanos. Hot take of the year. Not a hot take. <laughs> Tom Brady's the GOAT. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's going to be exciting. Just Patriots overall, not too pumped by, on them. Not a team I'm going to be watching. I think they're going to keep games competitive. But uh, will they be able to put them away? I don't really think so. Let's move on to the final team in the division. That's the Jets. Um, I feel bad. I- I'll go first. I feel bad. I've got them at 2-15. and 15. <laughs> And this is just like the Eagles. I think 2-15, and 15, terrible record to predict. I don't think that they're really going to finish 2-15. and 15. I think they could finish around that 4-5 win mark. But it's just hard to predict some of these games. I mean, when you go game by game, it's tough to predict. And uh, that's why I'm at 2-15. and 15. I, I think Zach Wilson's a good quarterback. I think he's going to struggle year one. I do. I don't think he's going to have a Herbert or Burrow-like season. I think he's going to be closer to a Tua-like season where he is going to struggle a little bit. Um, The offense, I do think, will be better overall, though, because they don't have Adam Gase running the show, which, terrible choice. Um, And I do think the defense going to have a step up. Marcus May, don't know if he's going to be back because contract extension talk right now is really bad. Uh, They have him on a tag, but will he even come back, report to camp? He might pull a left bell. We'll see. Um, but I think that Robert Sala can improve that defense a lot. So 2-15, and 15, I don't like it. I think he'd rather have it four or five wins. But when I go game by game, that's what it sits at, 2-15. and 15. Hey, everyone. Mike from the future, cutting in real quick. Hope you are enjoying this episode so far. Unfortunately, I am here to tell you that Chase's audio file from this point forward was corrupted, so we were unable to use the audio he recorded on his own mic. However, we did have a backup, but the audio takes a bit of a dip. So I do apologize for that. I hope you continue to enjoy the episode. Uh, let's get back into it. Thanks. And I like Robert Sala as a coach, so I think they're bound to get a couple more wins in that. I'm at 5-12, and 12, nothing fantastic still. You know, it's still a losing team. You know, I've got them um, going. Let's see, that is... Three and three in the division, actually. Uh, so I, I have wow. wins against the Patriots, the Broncos, the Patriots again. Yeah. Wow, two uh, wins over the Pats. I even have sneaking out a win against the Bills. Ooh, 
And then of course they beat the Texans. Um, so you know that. So that they they end up sneaking out a couple wins here because I think Zach Wilson's a good enough quarterback to help you win. You know I don't think he's like going to be a special NFL quarterback, but I think he's definitely good enough where he's going to be help help you win a couple games just based on his athleticism, based on the way he reads the field. Uh, you know he, he's got he's got enough talent. And it just really is going to be about you know efficiency week week to week. It's really not going to be there. There's going to be weeks where they're going to be able to put everything together, but more often than not they're going to struggle because it is a young team. It's a brand new coach. They're trying to figure everything out still. So. I'm going to give him benefit of the doubt and give him five wins and think that they're able to sneak out some divisional games. But, um, you know, I would not be surprised if it's four or three wins. Here we go. On the fly, I'm making a change, giving him four and 13. Uh, I said I didn't Copycat. like it. I said I didn't like the two and 15. Um, but I was looking at the schedule. I had them beating the Patriots week two, beating the Broncos week three, and then they lost out. That's like a Jaguars type of season last year where they win game one and then lose the rest. Didn't like that. So... I gave him a win over the Texans. I think the Texans are terrible. I think they are going to be the worst team in the division. However, having the record where it sits now, I don't know if they're going to be that bad, so we'll have to wait to talk about that. Wait, we already talked about that one. Yes, we did. Okay, I had them 2-15. and 15. Now they're down at 1-16. Yeah, I can't. I can't really bad. I, I, it's, it's bad. It, it, it is so bad. And the time Watson will not play for them this year. Yeah, So and then I've got them taking the Week 18 game against the Bills. The Bills are already going to be in the playoffs, so the Bills can just... Rest their guys. So yeah, I mean, I guess that's the only way they're going to beat the Bills. I was really wondering what Chase's crack pipe is hiding in his house right now. Yeah, because he well, said that he's going to beat the Patriots twice. Right, really, and the Bills once. Like yeah, it's a little hot, a little hot for me. A little hot. Um, I have him at four and thirteen. I think Zach Wilson will actually have a decent year. Okay. A little bit above Tua, but definitely below Herbert and Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite what you would think. like a good season. Yeah, nothing great though. I mean, the team's not great. I mean, unless he sees ghosts, you never know. It is New York. Yeah. To, to kind of, yeah. To kind of quarterback off of what John said there, I, I think it's going to, like, for historical trends, going to be a very middle-of-the-pack rookie year, like, for um, like quarterback year for mm-hmm. Jack Wilson. Uh, yeah. So, like, that's, you know, that's obviously not great. It's not bad either. Uh, it's just, it's middle-of-pack. It's average. It's something that you'll be happy with because he's going to show, it means he's going to show signs of some flashes of some brilliancy. That's all you really want to see out of a rookie quarterback in a bad situation. That's what I really want to see, some of the flashes, because watching his college film, some of these flashes were Mahomes-esque. Uh, I did not give him a Mahomes comparison, but some of the plays that he made, it really looked like the only other player that could make some of these plays was Patrick Mahomes. So uh, excited to see some of those. I think he is going to have a couple big plays, so excited to see that. But overall, not big fans of the Jets as a group. Um, thank gosh the stepmom's not listening, or at least we don't think she is, because she would be sending me a text immediately saying how much she hates me for having the Jets only at four wins. Um, she, you mean two? <laughs> two. You can't two. change it now. Yeah, true. <laughs> she was tanking for Trevor last year. Didn't work. Nope. So they got Zach Wilson now. But let's go over MVP and Rookie of the Year um, for this division specifically. MVP, Chase, you can start off. Uh, Josh Allen is Josh Allen only. I wouldn't if I wouldn't give anybody else just like preseason MVP votes from this division. Like it's only going to be Josh Allen for me. Tra- or John. Well, when Tom Brady gets traded back to the Patriots, I'm going to have to go with Tom. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Josh Allen by a mile might even be MVP of the league. I mean, that's hot. But I don't know. It's not really hot. Uh, yeah, I don't but, think it's too hot. But like, I Where mean, do you sit? Two or three last year in MVP votes? Yeah, it was, I think he was second like or third. And this year he's, I think he's tied, for last I saw, tied for third in Vegas odds for MVP. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not hot, but it's like, is anyone really going to beat Mahomes? I mean, he'd have to get injured. Yeah, and, theoretically. And based on like Mahomes' like season so far, um, I'm pretty sure he's due for an up. I, I, if I remember right, he's due for an upgrade in production too, uh, based off his last season. So, like, yeah, it, it's definitely going to be very possible for Mahomes. And my MVP, Miles Gaskin, um, he's going to have a huge year. No, it's obvious. <laughs> I'm not even going to say his name because I don't want to give the satisfaction to Chase. Josh Allen is what he's saying. Um, rookie of the year now. Boys, let's talk about it. Who do you got? And uh, rookie of the division, I should say. Not rookie of the year because, um, again, this is just for the division. We don't want to be making huge predictions about the whole league. We'll do that in a later episode. But rookie of the division, who do you got, John? Zach Wilson and uh – as you guys are saying, you want to see the flashes. I think he'll have, like, three games with, like, three touchdowns, 300 yards, maybe one pick. Like, I think he'll have some pretty good games this year. I, I could see even, like, 400 yards one game just going off against, like, maybe Denver or something. But, yeah, I mean, I think he'll have a 
as you guys said, middle of the pack, maybe a little higher than that. I don't know. I'm kind of high on him. He's he's pretty good. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much else to really contend with in that division. It's tough to beat a quarterback in yeah. rookie of the year, rookie of the division uh, votes. So, Chase, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. Um, you know, on top of what John said, Zach Wilson, he does have some very strong athleticism. Um, that that was the thing with the you know the top four quarterbacks in this draft class are all like very surprisingly athletic. Um, and you know, it's kind of where the NFL is trending nowadays. I think Zach Wilson is an immediate candidate to you know have 30 rushing yards a game as his floor, and if that's the case, you know that'd be 510 rushing yards on the season, which would be fantastic um, for you know you know, a guy that plays the game the way he does. You know he could he could throw for 250 yards a game and add 30 rushing yards. I mean that that's a nice game for a rookie quarterback. So I think he's uh, someone who's definitely got a legitimate chance of winning rookie of the year. Um, you know, a, a sleeper pick is Mike's not going to like it anyway, but it's Gregory Rousseau. I think he's going to play a lot more than Mike thinks he is. Did you just do that math in your head? What? The 30, 17 times 30. Yeah. Wow, good good for you. Look at this guy. We got a smart man in the room. Um, I I don't think Gregory Rousseau is even a top five rookie of this division. Hot take? Maybe not. Um, I I think he goes, Zach Wilson's up there. Mac Jones is up there. Two other names that I absolutely love. Jalen Phillips on the defensive end for Miami. And Javon Holland. I I agree with Chase. I think he can step in to the secondary right away. So I think he could be... Another guy to keep an eye on. Um, another one that I even take over your boy Gregory Rousseau, Michael Carter. I think that uh, he's going to assume the number one running back role for the Jets pretty early on, week four, week five. He'll be that number one guy because he's got the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, and he's just a better runner than everyone else on that team. So uh, those would be my top five names. If I had to put one on, uh, if I had to make a oh, solid prediction, give me Jalen Phillips. All right, yeah. I mean, I definitely got no issue with that. He was also on my list. I have four names here, and it's like Wilson, Mac Jones, Rousseau, and Phillips. Uh, I would love if Javon Holland can be that guy. Uh, just it's tough. You know, it's tough for defensive backs. It's even tougher for safeties to transition to the NFL and be year one impact. But I think Javon Holland is a good enough player where he's going to be able to. I think he should have been a first-round pick. You know, coming into the season, he was a pretty consensus, like, first-round pick, one of the best defensive players in the league or in college, and then kind of struggled. But um, to, to add on to that Michael Carter thing, you know, I want to get in that boat, too, because, like, he probably is the best running back in that room. It's not very hard to be. I, you know, I might be the best running back in that room. Um, but Hot just, take. <laughs> but, hey, hey, I'm solid. I, I'm, I'm trucking through the line. I'm, I'm getting that touchdown. What if uh, they tickle your armpit, though? Oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, GG's. <laughs> but it, it's it's very, very rare that we see fourth-round running backs come in and make um, impacts. So it's, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just not likely. Yeah, late round running backs they suck. Alvin Kamara, Chris Carson, Kareem Hunt. You can you can look at the historical trends of fourth round running backs. It's not very likely. So if it happens, you know, great. I'm not saying it's like if if someone were to do it, it would be him, especially based on he has enough talent and the situation is great. And he has so, pass catching ability. Yeah, so you just huge. compared Michael Carter to uh, Alvin Kamara and Kareem Hunt. All right, so that's a hot take. We got uh, a, <laughs> got an MVP candidate apparently. All right, so we got a quick maths guy and an ignorant fella. Uh, <laughs> as you can tell, all my beautiful listeners, you know that I did not compare Carter to the players. I said that based off of Chase's fourth-round running backs don't do much. I'm like, oh, what about late-round running backs? Like Kamar? I think Kamara was actually a third-rounder, but yes. Kareem Hunt, fifth-rounder. Chris Carson, I think he was like a seventh-rounder. Um, so late-round running backs, they have found success before. So um, not comparing them. We know, we but, know. Uh, do you? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it's it's going to be a, a fun season. I think there's a lot of rookies that could make an impact. The extra game is going to be awesome because I always feel like the NFL ends too early. Uh, always starts too late, too. We still got like a month away, so I'm not really looking forward to that month wait, but I'm excited to get the season going. One last question for you guys. Uh-oh. So, in these two divisions, you guys both have Washington making the playoffs. Yep. How far do you see them going in the playoffs? First round exit? Or you see him winning a game? Who do I have them versus? I can tell you here in a second. I, I've got uh, my playoff bracket. I'll pull up here. I have Dallas really? making the playoffs, but I have them losing immediately because they're Dallas. Okay. Um, so, funny enough, my um, playoff matchup is the football team against the Cowboys. And just like John said, they are Dallas. They're losing the first round, so the football team has to take on the Rams in the second round. That's what I got. Ouch. A little foreshadowing. So, based on mine right now... Um, Round one of the playoffs, they would verse the San Francisco 49ers. So, I'm going to have them drop that. <laughs> Not going to have them beating the 49ers. So, 
uh, yeah, un- unfortunate for Washington. But and then how are you looking on the Bills? I'm thinking at least championship game. That's their floor, in my opinion. The Bills are versus Cleveland around once. That's a win. Unless, for sure. I mean, I, I am excited to see Cleveland this year. I I am. But uh, Baker versus Josh Allen, putting my eggs in Josh Allen's basket. Uh, so, I'll take uh, the Bills' defense over the Browns' defense, too. Right. I don't want to expose too much. Ooh. <laughs> Exposure. <laughs> that, means, uh, that means he's got the Bengals in the play. Yeah. Right, let's go. Uh, I, here, I, I Joey can Burrow, 50 touchdowns. <laughs> I can tell you this. The Bills don't win or lose in the first round of playoffs because they get that by. Oh, okay. No. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they also don't lose the playoffs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got him predicted winning the Super Bowl right Well, now. I just put their floor as championship game, because if they don't make it there, it's a huge disappointment of a season for me. Yeah, I, I would be shocked if they don't. Especially with the way that my playoff bracket falls, um, it, it it would be very surprising if they don't get there. Yeah, they don't uh, They don't have a bye for me. They got the Browns week one, because yeah. there's a better team we'll be talking about here pretty soon. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for the East Divisions. I want to thank you guys for coming on. Uh, Chase, you got to be here. It's in your contract. But, John, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it was fun. Maybe we'll do it again sometime. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, we want to thank all the listeners for coming out and <laughs> giving us a listen. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, if you could, leave us a like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure to hit that bell to turn on notifications. Um, go, go ahead. <laughs> You would be the GOAT if you do that, is what John's trying to say there. Um, Let us know what you think of our predictions in the comments below. If you think that Chase is stupid, I agree with you. Go ahead and leave it down there. If you think John and I are so smart, let us know. Um, If you are on a podcast platform, if you could leave us with a five-star rating and follow us, we would be oh so greatly appreciative. Um, Thanks again for listening. If you want to stay up to date with all that we do, you can follow us on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. Um, Our Instagram and Facebook will also be down in the description. You can check us out there. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, we're not professionals.